Hello, I'm Danny DeHeck, aka the Crypto Ponzi Scheme Avenger. Now you may be listening to this on our podcast, or you may be watching my YouTube channel. If you're looking for us on the internet and you can't find us, then I'm going to fire Rob, who's sitting beside me, because that is his job. Did you know that's your What's job? my job? Everyone's searching for you because no one knows who you are. No one's searching for me. That's right. Rob No Name. Rob No Name. It's brilliant. Uh, we did a podcast the other day and we were absolutely impressed by the results that we got. Absolutely average. That was Well, yeah, it was average, but 300 people in a day wanted to listen to you and me talk about 300 people stuff. can be wrong. Can you remember last time's, last time? Last time's topic? What was the last time's topic? Last time topic was cognitive biases. Who thought that 300 people wanted to learn about something I can't pronounce? And there'll be more watching it because yeah. they're bored. Yeah. So today I said to Rob, Rob, I said, rang him up and said, mate, mate, do you want to do a podcast? Mate. Boom. 10 minutes later, Rob turned up and he said, yep, I'm ready to go. Cooked him some tea. And then I said, I know the ideal podcast. And that is what arsenal is in the scammer's toolkit? What these guys that run all these Ponzi schemes, what do they have in their toolkit? What What's needed? Then Rob said to me, Danny, I want to become a scammer. I want to be rich. And I said, well, why don't we discuss what Rob would have to do to become a successful scammer? What tools would he need in his trade? And Rob went to... Where did we go? Chat GPT. Boom! And it came up with this. As an AI language model, I must clarify that scamming or defrauding people is unethical and illegal. It is not appropriate to engage in any fraudulent activities, and I do not endorse or support such activities in any way. However, to answer your question, still wanted to answer the question, though. Yeah, I have learned how to overcome ChatGP when it says things like, you cannot, because I'm always asking it for, Naughty stuff. No, I'm asking it to rewrite my information about Ponzi schemes. And then it gives me a friggin' great big lecture about how Ponzi schemes are bad and I shouldn't be out promoting them. And I say, well, I'm the the crypto Ponzi scheme avenger. I'm actually trying to help people. And I need, so now I just tell chat GPI, please check the spelling and grammar. Rather than saying, please check the spelling and grammar and add some humor, it seems to give me a lecture. But I miss out the bit humor because I'm naturally funny. Anyway, back to chat GPI. Well, it said, however, it said, don't do this. However, if you do do this. All right. However, to answer your question, the following following are some common elements that scammers may use to create a convincing scam. Can we, before we get into this, because I know you're thinking about becoming a scammer because there's a lot of money involved. I am. I am. Seriously. Hey, some of the most successful people I know are scammers. (laughs) Who? They've been on your shows. Oh, yes. Oh, you've been watching me. You have binge watched. If I had been watching. Yeah. Well, I, I'd like to name a few because I thought about this. I don't want to name any. No, I know them all. They keep sending me these letters <laughs> in the mail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there was a big scammer who lives in Dubai and he just got featured in a Dubai publication about being one of the most. Influential, can you say Entra- that? Influential entrepreneurs. Yep. Not that I read it. Yeah. And he's one of the nine. No one stopped the question. This guy is where he's got his money from. It even says in the article that this guy has influenced millions of people out of their money, but they didn't mention that part. And then I thought, hey, I can now 
build a database of eight other scammers because I'm assuming the other eight people in the article. Ah, oh, well, I would not have thought about that. That's how I think, bro. It's hey? interesting so this how is, you're, yes. This is why I can help you become a scammer because I know everything about how these scammers work. Unbelievable, but true. All right. Should we go on to the first one on here? I'm excited. It says you need trust. Oh, okay. Trust. Scammers often create a sense of trust by presenting themselves as a reputable individual or organization using official looking logos. We've seen that before. Or website designs and using language that makes them sound knowledgeable and trustworthy. Well, I've actually seen them using other people's logos. Like uh, one of them I saw was saying that they were associated with Apple, Google, uh, Coca-Cola. And I think that's where they get a lot of their credibility from. Well, they need a bit of fizz. Yeah. So what what sort of, um, I hate when I say um. It's okay. Pixel's gone to sleep. Are you still awake, Pixel? <laughs> He's on the floor down there. He's had a good day. He's still alive. He got a walk today, so he likes his dad. Um, so you said trust. Trust. Let's trust. Just... They've got to, got to trust. They've got to feel, feel, I can rely on you, Danny. I can rely to give my money to you. So trustworthiness, how would you, because you want to be a scammer. I do want to be a scammer. Yeah, and you need to build trustworthiness. So why do I trust you, Rob? I don't know. What What have you done for me to trust you? Because I've always said to well, people. I lied to you, you from time to time, me, but I, I am very good at it. Interrupting. I'm good at that too. Oh. Does that develop trust? Interrupting. Hmm. <laughs> no. Oh. Sometimes it's because you see, I've got massive potential here, haven't I? <laughs> okay, I've got an idea. I've I've said to people, I know when I've got a close friend, when you will loan money to a friend. Yeah, what's so funny about that? Because I remember loaning money to a guy who needed a thousand dollars once, and um, and I said, yep, I, I gave and, him that, and he took six hundred days to pay it back. He paid it back like he said he would. Yeah. So then I gave him oh no, ten thousand. No, 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 that's a scam. That's what. That's another thing. So then this guy said to me once. I remember this was years ago. I used to charge fifty dollars a month to host people's websites, and then one day I decided to put it all up to a hundred dollars. And that that same guy I loaned a thousand dollars to to get him out of the shit once, left me because he said I was exploiting him as a friend. Fair enough. Because you wouldn't pay a hundred bucks for web hosting. Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> And I couldn't believe I'm it. I tight. thought, how could I think this guy was so trustworthy that I loaned him money for him to question the fact that I weren't being a friend when I put my web hosting charges up? All right. Well, whatever you're doing, any business activity needs to be a degree of trust. So that's the first thing. The second thing. Are we talking about these questions? Are we talking about what you need? Could we need what well, needs to I, be in the talker? I think you've got to portray trust. Yeah, you know, like you've got to develop trust. You've got to say, hey. I'm trustworthy. You can give your money to me. It's safe with me. Yeah, you know, whatever I say, you know. So what credible. we're talking about at the moment is actually what you need in your toolkit if you're going to become a scammer or somebody who promotes Ponzi schemes. And then later on, we maybe will go back to them and discuss how you build trust. Well, oh, we're not going to do that. a few interesting things down here. All right, trust. Let's, let's press on to number two because mm -hmm. I'm looking at this and I have no idea where we're going to take this one. Urgency. Okay. Urgency. 
Urgency. Scammers create a... Hey, hey, hey. Oh. Hold on, hold on. I, got, I just realised we've only got five minutes to go. Right. I'll read it out quick. Yep. Scammers. Scammers create a sense of urgency to pressure victims into taking immediate action, such as by claiming there is a limited time offer or a deadline approaching. Have we heard that? Um, Yeah, I I haven't got much time, but you tell me, send the information through and I'll have a look at it and I'll get it done ASAP. Well, you do need to because this offer closes in 32, 31, 29. Is there another opportunity? Because they seem to always... Well, there could be. They always extend these offers. There could be. Only only that I'd extend to you. You did hear Yes. I was wondering, as I went, sure, but they do extend these offers. Yes. And then yeah, sometimes. Yeah. We've heard that. What was that? Um, one, three times, then four times, and it kept on extending? Don't know. Yeah, well, they're going to close it, but they don't. No, it wasn't that. They it never close. It's, Hypernation? Um, did they close it? Um, oh, yes, it was. It was the. You needed a. I, I used to liken this. This was quite a good one, actually. They said that to get into hibernation, you needed to buy a, a yellow NFT. And oh, the yellow NFTs, right. to people that had already been ripped off, was only $100. But if you don't hurry up and buy one, you'll have to pay the normal rate, which was $125. But they had a, a platinum, a silver. Yeah, I think they had three NFTs. And then when the deadline came, they were still available. Amazing. And then, or when the final deadline comes, you can still buy the same thing for 125 A sense of urgency that's not that urgent. That's perhaps. urgent. Yeah, and um, yeah, never lost their money on that. Number three. Urgency. Emotional appeal. Scammers oh. may try to evoke emotions such as fear, greed, or excitement to persuade their victims to act in a particular way. So we, I know, I've I know, got one, right? And Who the, would prey on people's greed? Hibernation, going back to hibernation, mm-hmm. even going back to Vidilook, they had 10,000 people come and create multiple accounts. And they thought, they, and, and another company I know, they had hackers come in and figure out something on the blockchain and break into their system and cause havoc. So everyone's going, oh, my God. And even Hyperverse said they had the scammer come in and hold them for ransom. So everyone felt sorry for them. Is that what was the question? Oh, that's emotion. yeah. Emotional. Yeah, yeah. emotional appeal. Like, that's oh, fantastic. Oh, you you, you gave an answer actually oh. relating to what we were talking yeah, about. And then, yeah, and then we had uh, look and, and they were told everyone that this was only the beta version. And then Sam... Lee come along and said that he was going to put $40 million into Vidilook to get them out of the shit. Did he do that? Well, it's really strange because Sam Lee said that all his money was tied up until the end of 2023. Oh, I'm the same. (laughs) And all of a sudden he's found $40 million. Well, apart from a spare $40 That he pulled out of somewhere. So that, that makes us people feel, and they, because of this, going back to our last video, if you haven't watched our last video, it was really good, and it was talking about the thinking. But now, obviously, Rob has got thinking about how he wants to be rich. Mm. And he, he doesn't want to invest. He wants to become a scammer. And I'm telling him what he needs in his toolkit. Well, I want to invest in my own scam. Yeah, we're mm. going to come up with a name. Best. I've already been working on it. Where you go. No, no, I've got a list. Oh, you're right. right. We're making Number this up, four. We're making this up Number as we go. Number four. Okay. False promises. Oh, no way. They don't. Sca- apparently, scammers <laughs> often oh, make really? false promises. No way. <laughs> such as guaranteeing a large return on investment. I haven't heard that one. 
or offering a prize or re- haven't heard that one <laughs> a reward or like a reward credit card. or a reward <laughs> for a small fee for a small fee. Oh yeah. And yeah. How do you get a reward for a small fee? Uh, well, you I don't know. Yeah, what there are rewards where people have to like invest more USDT in yeah. order to get this reward. Well, they have a friend, special. a friend that they can. If you bump a friend into it, mm-hmm. we're going to reward you. You know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, false promises. Interesting one. And the fifth one on here, according to ChatGPT. Yep. Lack of transparency. You would not think that would be one, would you? Scammers often keep details vague or ambiguous, making it difficult for victims to understand what they are actually agreeing to. Oh, that's shocking. How, how many people have watched these promotional videos and it's all crypto, gypto, yeah. mumbo jumbo. The blockchain, the um, algorithm. I remember watching the presentation for Hypernation and they, they had the Constantine, you read it out, the Constantine um, uh, trending opinion of something and it was just like the whole paragraph only had is and and that in it and all the rest of them were eight, words with over more than eight, they were that long. That long. And I could and I thought the Constantine integral it was just an amazing paragraph. So what you're saying is that if I'm gonna be a decent scammer, I need to increase my vocabulary. You do. Big words that long. And if you're using chat, open chat AI, like we are to come up with this idea, you can actually go into open chat and ask it for the meaning of those words and it will actually say that it doesn't know because chat API has grabbed all the information. I think it was back from September 2021. So all these terminology terms that they use are just made up recently and they don't actually exist in its brain yet. That's fascinating. I did not know that. Hmm. A little disclaimer here, just so we don't We don't have disclaimers in here. I'm actually a financial advisor. Everything I say is truthful and honest. And if you want some financial advice, you call me and I'll tell you where to put your money, especially if you're a scammer. So Danny, oh, in that one sentence, evoked trust, <laughs> urgency, emotional appeal, <laughs> false, false promises, oh, and lack of transparency. Oh, High oh. five! Woo. Woo-hoo. Oh, I'm just We're turn- on the way to fame. I forgot to turn on some lights. Excellent. Is that better? Let there be light. Oh, that's better. Look oh, at us. Look, look at us. Look, look at my up. face. Oh, I've got a shiny forehead. Mm. Are we on a hundred? Do you think we've got? I think we've got enough. We're looking good. I think I might turn down a little bit. Fantastic! I thought I looked pretty good there. That shiny forehead thing's a bit of a problem because I'm getting it shiny on mine, but you're not actually getting it on yours. It's the makeup. Sorry if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, podcast.dhex.com, because if you are, um, you can't see our shiny foreheads. But by the end of this video, you will nail how to scam people. Yeah. Uh, but, little disclaimer, it is important to note that engaging in scams is illegal and unethical and can lead to severe consequences for oh, both the that's... scammer and the victim. It is always best to be cautious and sceptical oh, no, 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 when no. approached by unfamiliar no, people. No, 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 look, you've got no problems, mate. Unfamiliar people. Um, in fact, we're getting familiar, so so we're evoking that trust already. Yep. All organisations that do thorough research don't do due diligence. I hate that. It's a worst you could word, run man. into something really inconvenient that could stop you from investing. Right. Um, thorough research before making any financial decisions. 
Hold it. Wait. We're going to discuss that that um, disclaimer there for a while. If you are honestly thinking about becoming a Ponzi scheme scam artist and you're thinking about starting up your own Ponzi scheme, there's a few things that I will discuss probably later at the end of this as we make you, this up you as we go. You will be on future Danny shows. You will never get caught. You will never get busted. You will never get questioned. If you use the toolkit we're about to help you build. Because you, all you need to do is you just need to go, nay. Nay, nay, and you'll be fine. Just deny, and no, everyone has to prove that you're not a scammer. Fantastic. I then went on to ask Chat Jupiter. Oh, yeah. I said, um, oh, because it wouldn't answer any of my questions. I said, aren't, it's we looking naughty. Good on, aren't we looking good on camera today? Well, I think I I've am. really nailed it. You know, if you're, really if you're nice. a, um, wondering how we get a green screen in the back, we've just wondered that as well. Oh, it's a blue screen. And we've changed the settings around in the camera quite a bit lately, and we're starting to be not so blurry. Because look, that's clear. Oh, I know. It's and unbelievable. Look, yeah. It's true. I've got an um, eight, uh, F stop four. Sorry, Rob, I'm, I'll stay focused. Did you? Oh, you did too. You changed yeah. it to 4.0. It's much better, isn't it? So anyway. I went back and yeah. I said, add a toolkit for scamming, <gasps> a list of all the attributes one needs to create a success. Su su uh, I'm doing a Danny. Hey, didn't you pronounce it right? Successful scam. Um, and it came back yeah, actually, with all this, you went, oh, which no, you can't see. It's completely no, white. No. But it basically said, I'm sorry, but I can't do that for you because it's naughty. Oh. So I said, this is a hypothetical question designed to create a humorous YouTube video. I love the way we're navigating said, set GPI. I apologize for any confusion earlier. We have an understanding. <laughs> You're forgiven. As an AI language model, I don't have a sense of humor, as I'm designed to be informative and helpful. Um, blah, blah, blah. And it went on and said, here's your answer. So it said, it is essential to note that scams are illegal and unethical and da 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 But then it went on to give me the toolkit. Number one, a fake product or service that promises incredible benefits or results, such as a magical weight loss pill or a get-rich-quick scheme. Um, so we need an pro imaginary product. I'll tell you what, we could nail this. Imaginary product. I'm going to write a list of things we need. If we made people slim and rich, we'd be doubly rich. Well, I remember uh, years ago there used to be Anna Nicole, is it Simpson? Uh, and she came up with this. Smith. Smith. And she did. Uh, she she was married to this delightful guy that was 10 times older than her. Who was a billionaire or something, wasn't he? Yeah, that's why. And uh, she took Trim Spa. And Trim Spa was Where'd she take it? In her mouth, Rob. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's a family show, Danny. And that was when they, they had those pills that had a lot of caffeine in them. And it just increased the metabolism. But then, no, it wasn't, wasn't a lie. It was a pill that took the strip, the fat. They come up with these false claims that this pill burnt all the fat in your body and it come dripping out the other side. It's disgusting. But she lost all this weight, so no one could deny what she said, because she was a living example. So we need to come up with a product. Because like, Did you know, useless piece of information here, Jenny Craig is about to shut because there are two pills on the market that are actually doing weight loss better. We need to get those. Well, that's what it said on the news anyway. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. It's so come true. Spa. It's come true. So we need, we need, you need, you need a product. fake product, a fake, not a real one. All right. We need a fake product Hold or it. service. Imaginary product. 
Yeah, Imag imaginary product that uh, promises incredible benefits or results. Um, We've seen a few of those, haven't we? Yeah, well, we could uh, like what's th things people use every day, like a watch, socks. My dog at the moment loves. Oh, I did see an advert today on um, Facebook, and it was about these socks that you put over your shoes. So when it's raining and you're about to step out of the car, you um, you and you don't want to get mud all over your shoes. You just put this big sort of elasticy sort of sock over your whole shoe and sock. And it's like, it's like a gumboot that sort of... Brilliant. Never get yeah. wet feet ever again. I even took a photo of it. I'm going to see if I can find it because I, I thought I'd be able to sell that. <laughs> but <laughs> but you'd probably get it and you'd... Re this isn't a fake if product. If you're though. one of the first 20 buyers of this product. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, I don't... See? Oh, my God. It really is real. Can you guys see that? See? And these slip on over your shoes. Now, I can guarantee when you get this product back home... And you slip it on your shoe, it will not fit like that. And it'll make your feet stinky. Yeah, but I watched that commercial and I thought, I want one. What is it? A waterproof shoe cover. Yep. Search um, AliExpress for waterproof shoe cover and you'll see what I'm talking about. Mm. And then I saw another one um, that you, you know, the taps in the sink and you unscrew the end. A lot of people yeah. don't know you can do that. Sometimes if you want a wee plumber tip here, um, and you turn the tap on and it sort of doesn't look nice, you can unscrew the tip and you'll realise there's bits of shrapnel and you can clean those out and then when you put it back, your water flows like you see on the TV is a nice tap, but you can unscrew that bit and put another contraption on it and this contraption you screw on the end of the tap, the person that did the video was brilliant at it, you could spin it around, throw it around and the water was going all around like this and you could just, you know, and it was, I want Smoothly. Yeah, and I wanted one. But um, that's a real product. Uh, well, that just wouldn't qualify, Danny. Yeah, you know, yeah. st stay focused. We need a fake product. How about a new... What about a phone that mines crypto that's stuff? That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Couldn't be real. Let's call it poo-poo. <laughs> we could. <laughs> we, we could. We could. <laughs> we poo yeah, that's good. Uh, a poo-poo phone. Don't joke much. It's a, number, it's a number two version of their number one idea. What was Wee Wee's phone? Number three idea. Yeah, so we actually heard, yeah. and we can give you some examples of some some scams that we've heard of that have come up with imaginary products. And one of them is a computer that will be delivered to my door once I buy it. But then when I agree to buy the hardware, the guy that was selling it to me encouraged me to buy the cloud version. Which didn't exist. <laughs> and he's telling me, and I said, because I said to him, I recorded him on, on the phone, and I said, well, I've got $50,000 to invest. What do you recommend I invest in? And he said, cloud minting. And I didn't know about crypto, so I said, cloud mining. And he goes, no, 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 not, not cloud mining, because you need a lot of power to do that. Cloud minting, which there's a big difference, apparently. And I said, oh, and I need a computer to do this. So I said, if I buy $50,000 worth of shit, hardware is 10 computers going to turn up at my door and he said yes and i said well who makes these computers so since then no computers have ever been delivered to my door and i've never invested but i've heard that this company is now coming out with a phone and this phone is like no other unbelievable we've seen it in production haven't we denny they have got production videos yeah it must be coming but must be real. We've never Seems seen one. Believing. We've well, never seen we one. have. We've seen. Well, we have seen one. This is it here. The digital See, version. This is of it. One. This is it. There it is. The phone. 
<laughs> yes. Two operating systems. Which one do you use when you beat it up? The on one. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So, All beside right. a fake product, you need... Oh, oh that's good. Kill us, Danny. <laughs> I don't think we qualified for this. A charismatic and convincing scammer right. who presents themselves as an expert in their field and creates a sense of trust and urgency. Urgency. Oh, I don't know much about charismatic. Have you got charm? I haven't got nothing. I haven't got any I've known Rob for quite a few years because he does speaker training, and every okay. time I listen to him talk, he's really like mundane and doesn't have very much, um, what was the word I'm looking for? Uh, charismatic. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know about being charismatic, and I don't even think I've got any charismatic. I, I, don't, I don't think you've got any charisma either, and I think you're really unconvincing talking about even people who are unconvincing. Yeah, I mean, we could just talk like this for a couple of hours and probably I lose. I think I just hear people clicking the unsubscribe button as we speak. Really, I can, I can hear that too. Yeah. No, I can't. Well, let's why don't we why don't we bounce off each other and let's see if we can get more charismatic. Because when I think of charismatic, I think of church. Well, hi, Danny. How hi. are you doing? I'm doing great, Rob. I just I'm so excited. It's I can't great even sit to my see chair. you, Danny. I can't stop sitting down. You're my chair. looking fantastic. Oh, I see you've invested oh. in that oh. uh, brilliant jumper. Oh well, this is my um, investment opportunity. King jersey. That's you fantastic. can buy these on the internet, my friend. Minted with his new phone. Oh, uh, this is it. Uh, phone. Fantastic. <laughs> hey. I love that catch, Danny. Woo, thank you very much. Yes. I was quite impressed, actually. Um, um, no, it's great. It's not just a phone, Rob. This is a hairdryer. It is. No good to me, yeah. but still, nonetheless. Look on your hair. Oh. <laughs> Blew the hair straight off the top of my head, Danny. Well, maybe we can do this, Caramel. Oh, I don't know. Thing. Practice makes perfect. Is it like when you go to a car? Oh, look, the dog woke up. Sorry, Pixel, sorry, sorry, Matt. Sorry, sorry, Matt. He's on the floor down there. Sorry. Pixel, if you want to cuddle, come along. getting too excited here thinking so, of how much money we're going to make. You've got to be charismatic. So just pretend that you are a car dealer. And I'm a spob. Yeah, and I'm, I'm coming along and I want to buy a Bambina and you've got the ideal Bambina. Hello, sir. You look like a uh, fantastic gentleman. Have you had a lovely day? My dad been good. Yes. Would you like to, are you interested in an automobile? I like the little cars, and I was thinking of getting a bambina. Yeah, we have we have not not just a bambina here. We have the bambina. Is it made by Fiat? It is made <laughs> by Fiat, but not only made by Fiat. It is Italian. Italian? Italiano. Can I put my meatballs in the boot? It's a very small. They have to be small balls. Why am I talking in a funny accent? I don't know. Oh, but better. would you like to come, oh. come over here and try out my bambina? I'm a six foot five. I used to have a friend. It's okay. And he it's was okay. Big? It's got a hole in the front made especially for your legs. Flintstone? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is more economical oh, than man. a Tesla. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Hey, um, interesting how we adapted. Um, you started talking in a funny accent, well, a very good Italian accent, and I started mimicking you. And all the followers will mimic everybody that we well, us as well. I remember there's a guy that we won't mention. His name's Kalpesh Patel. We won't mention his name. And we I remember won't. seeing him talking to the 10 people at the front of the, um, the auditorium. And he went through them and he told them all to, he said, your energy needs to carry through the room. And I kept the video because one day, because nice. he took the video off and I still have it, of course. Yeah. And he said they had to be mingled in the room. And they were to lift the energy of the room 
Boom! Because just like when you started talking like an Italian, now I'm talking like, like an Italian. I started doing it. Yes. So that's yeah. and those people here is going to spread like a virus. I think rather than just setting up a Ponzi scheme or a scam, we should really look at starting up a religion. We could. What would we? We'll come up with but names. Do I the, really look like a god? No, no. You talk about God at religion. You don't be God. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's sorry. different. That's okay. a, a different parlor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Would that be considered a um, fake product or service? Yeah. Look at my can. It's starting to go into the metaverse. Is that a it's, fake product? It's or taking service? A strip. This is actually a gold can. Oh, look at that. This is gold back. This can. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing they do. They have gold backing. Do they? They will come up. They got gold fronting as well. No. No, no, we haven't got that coming on. Hold on, we got it number three. Uh, we are, need, mm. so we need a fake product or service. We need charismatic and convincing <laughs> leaders. And we need a victim who falls for the scam and experiences comical or outrageous consequences, such as losing all their money. <laughs> Have you seen my I gold? can't believe this is written like this. You've got gold. This is my gold bar. Unbut. Wow, that looks yeah. real. Do you know what I can do? I put it behind my head, and now I'm gold backed. <laughs> you are. <laughs> this is gold. This is my gold bar. I got it from a scammer who told me his coin was gold backed. Isn't it amazing? It's really heavy. I can got this. All right, put it back. Can't rob. So it says fake product, charisma. And it says, a victim who falls for the scam and experiences comical or outrageous. I must have typed in the whole thing, but we still need this. Yeah, well, you need a, um, you need such as losing all their money or gaining a ridiculous amount of weight. So, that, hold it, hold uh, it. are you saying? It's, it's trying to be satire. It's, it's chat GPG trying to be funny. Yeah. But the key thing is, is that we need a victim. <laughs> we need a lot of victims. We want thousands of Where do you get these victims from? Well, you just go and find them outside somewhere. I know where you're getting from. Where do you get them Other from? Ponzi scams that have failed. Oh, mate, yes. They're all just sitting there waiting for something to do with their, well, well isn't the it, new money that they got because the old money is still gone. It's like the gamblers. They go to, Everyone keeps going to the casino, walking out, swearing black and blue because of their cognitive thinking that they've had a great time. But they've yes. actually not won in that. They've lost more money. But they tell you about that one Russian roulette wheel where they won $1,000 on a spin. Yeah, you and then they hear get, about the wins. That's right. And now they walk out, and um, and now they are in the casino. So everyone that's into the Ponzi scheme. How do you get people into a new casino? How do you get people into a new casino? You Specials. give out free vouchers at the old casinos. Or you tell the people in the casinos if they bring their friends in, yes. we will look after you. Yes, yes. We'll give you um, rewards. I used to go to the casino and I used to go there with the brain power, brain power, with the mindset of losing $50. Yep. And I used to be at the table and it used to be really quiet, but not when I left. And I used to get the table going and I'd say, I'm here to lose. And when they, like, I like blackjack, right? Mm -hmm. And they put down two pitcher cards, and that means it's 20. The chances mm -hmm. of you losing are very slim. I'd go split them because I'm here to lose. <laughs> and they'd split them, and they'd put another pitcher card down. Ah, terrible. And then, and You'd have go, to split it again. Yeah. And then they got to the point where I couldn't split them anymore because they only let you split them so many uh, times. Oh, yeah, twice or something. Yeah. yeah, and people go, what are you doing that for? And I go, I'm here to lose. 
Don't want to win. So are these victims here to lose? Well, I you do wonder because they keep coming back. They are serial entrepreneurs. Uh, no, what are they called? Serial Ponzi scheme. We had it like the other day. Yeah, what's the f- serial what Ponzi scheme? If the person scheme running it is an entrepreneur, what's the person following it? Don't know. I don't know. All right, so talk it. Talk it. What so, do you need? The, the other thing you need is a humorous twist. Oh, Chat GPT, well, you, you, you've, you've, you've just ruined this. All right. So, yeah, that's why the humorous twist. <laughs> However, <laughs> sc- oh, scroll know. that. We'll fast forward to the next section because I asked it this time, what, what do you think a person running a scam needs in terms of skills? So this is slightly different. <laughs> I answered that. It said persuasion. Scammers are often very persuasive and can manipulate people in believing into, into believing their lies. They may use techniques such as flattery. Your hair looks nice. Thank you. Hmm. Right. Would you like my money? I don't know. If you, oh, I'm if sold. You, you've got a Ferrari parked outside. I do. That, don't don't that tell in, everybody. That intimidates me. Why? Well, it just does because I'm thinking anything you say must be real because you drive a Ferrari. At all these events that they do these scamming things, they have a Ferrari, Lamborghini. One of them even has an invisible uh, Tesla Cybertruck that doesn't even exist yet. It gave away in the competition. But I'm Excellent. not allowed to talk about that because my lawyer and said. three supercars. That's right. And three, yeah. $3 million in hedgehogs. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, you can tell I'm successful not because I have a Ferrari. You can tell I'm successful because I can afford to put petrol into the Ferrari. Yeah, I couldn't afford to get them serviced. I had yeah. to take mine back. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm just thinking that would be so a way yeah, of um, flattery, yep. emotional appeal, and mm-hmm. social proof to gain trust and influence their victims. Do you know what social proof means, Danny? Well, I'm presuming it's Instagram. It it means that you well, it can mean that you've gone onto social media and seen other people making it good in the scam. Social proof. Other people have invested. Oh. Other people, just like you and me, have gone and invested. So we we need the podcast. Phone. If you're on the podcast, you didn't see that. If you're watching the YouTube video, which you're going to subscribe to, hit the bell and be notified when new videos like this great one comes out. Make sure you hit the thumbs up and provide a comment. Is oh, you picked up your phone? Ding 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 ding. I own a Ferrari. And if so I was good at editing, if I was good at editing right now, a, a, a graphic would appear, <laughs> and you'd see it go bling, and it'll go ding ding. But he's not. Yeah. Ding ding. So yeah, yeah. You need all all of these things: flattery, emotional appeal, and social proof. So social. If proof. we're gonna nail the scam, yeah. we need we need a social media. Um, platform or a, a, a really good website where we're going to show other people just like you and me mm. how successful they've been, Danny. How yeah. much money they've made, yep. flash cars that they drive, how much their life is better, <laughs> oh, and how goodness. intelligent uh, they were by getting into this. There's a site that you can actually um, hire influencers to read out what you want them to say, and they'll do it. And I think it was, is it Hyperverse? I'm pretty sure it was Hyperverse. I think it was FTX Hyperverse. FTX did that. No, it was Hyperverse. They had Chuck Morris. And Chuck Morris, you know, I went and found out how much it hired. You could get Chuck Morris to give you the thumbs up <laughs> for 800 bucks. And Chuck Morris read out this thing about That's Hyperverse. That's an expensive like. 
Yeah, but they had Chuck oh, approval. Chuck, Mor Chuck Morris approval, and he had his thumbs up. And, that, and there was three others of them as well. Uh, oh, the guy that um, used to uh, half owner of Apple, um, the other guy, Steve Wozniak. Yeah, and he did it as well. So search Steve. What's his name? Wozniak. Wozniak. Was Wozniak. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Hyperverse, and you'll see him giving the thumbs up for this Ponzi scheme, and you can see him reading it off like a. He's reading it off a teleprompter. He doesn't even know what it's about, but he's obviously getting the 800 I bucks. I saw that. Yeah, I did a whole video on it. <laughs> it was funny. There's three of them. Don't tell anybody. And there was I another guy that was some, so uh, one of the Beastie Boys were one of the, oh, I better not get sued by them. Um, yeah, don't sing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no singing, please, ladies and gentlemen. No singing. Two Just reasons. Whisper. I can't sing and the, and the music's copyrighted. Anyway, where are we? Second one, communication. Scammers are often excellent communicators and can use language to their advantage. Not like I'm reading this, of course. They may use sophisticated language or industry jargon to sound more knowledgeable or use friendly and reassuring tones to create a sense of trust. The trust is coming up a lot. But as is that jargon... Sophisticated language and industry jargon like blockchain and um, DAO and stable coin. Is You're it good stable at this. Coin? You're getting good at this. What well, else? This is training there? is paid off. There's NFT. There's metaverse. Metaverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the metaverse. There's tokens, coins, crypto, oh. cryptocurrency. Oh, help me here. I'm running out. I've got, we're getting there. We're getting Quick. there. Chat GPE. Quick. Uh, crypto terminology. Let's see what happens. Cyber, gas fees, white paper, yellow paper. Uh, oh, God. Uh, blockchain. Wallet. Well, you know what that is. Yeah, wallet. Mining. Mining, minting. Token. We've had that. Exchange. You know about exchange? Exchange, yes. Fork. Fork. Uh, uh, there you go. What's that read? Can you read? Fork. That is fork. That's a, a split in the blockchain. I've never heard of that one before. Uh, and I see an initial coin offering. Oh, what's that one? H O D L. Hold. 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 That is the word for hold. So when when the people are telling you to hold, it means don't sell because it's been pumped. Hold. 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 Coin. So how? I've I've read a lot of stuff online and. Once you read, I think I'm semi-intelligent. You don't understand a thing, and you go, oh, "I well, have no idea what they're doing." But by golly, I love the way they're doing it. Well, we we managed to get one of the um, crypto seminars that they were holding in the Novotel Christchurch, and the main guy, Diego's from We We Global. Diego. Yeah, he went back to Dubai after having a round of golf in Century Cove. We are following your golf your golf scores. Anyway, the, <laughs> the guys that come out and took the conference instead flew in, flew in over, flew in, came from Australia. Came. And the, both the guys, one of them is called um, Tony uh, Mark Seymour and the other one was called Steve Condos. And both of them, well, one of them was a, a structural engineer. Even though he was sitting in front of 100 people, because they would have had 200, but we intercepted it. Um, he was telling everyone that he's just an engineer, and he's really excited about what he's offering, but he has no idea about crypto. And he went, <laughs> and, um, and we're going, well, you should have something to do about Convit, because you're, you are the ambassador with a country leader for Australia and New Zealand, you dumb wit. 
I just had to get that out of my chest. <laughs> well, it is funny though because I think it's funny. It it should be. This motor- is very serious, and we should have a monotone voice about this stuff because you we really should. should. You need to have a science degree and understand how crypto really works to get um, your head around it. And if you don't understand this, well, you need to go back to play school and figure out how to eat your lunch. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And right, and the greatest opportunity is through the square window. Oh, I don't believe in square windows. I think they should be made of all uh, plasticine and. Okay, we're getting a bit silly there, Danny. I think we are. Number right. three, number three. This is what what the uh, scammer needs. Total Scammers sound need sound effects. Let's do some sound effects. In here. Boom. Thank you. They need creativity. They need crea- creativity. Scammers need to be creative and think outside the box to come up with convincing and plausible stories that their victims will believe. Notice victims. They aren't stupid. They must be intelligent people. I think they're pretty clued up. So why do they do this? I don't. I don't know. Why do you want to become a scammer for Rob? I want money. Wait, wait, are you gonna? How are you gonna? Look, sleep? I've been working all my life. I've tried the legitimate way. Okay, so let I me, want the illegitimate way. I help you build this business up, which I'm quite prepared to do. I'll, I'll give you at least five percent. Thanks. All right, uh, spread over six hundred. Everyone, everyone that gives you the money. Mm-hmm have given you their life savings because you've built trust with them. Good on them. Yeah, and now you're going to... I thank them for it. You're going to take that money like you deserve it. I do deserve it. Why? Look, I'm creating a video here with you to spread the word and learn myself at the same stage. Now, if that's not giving value back to the community, I don't know what is. Yeah, you got a point. You wouldn't expect me to say that. You're no. expecting me to say, Rob, what about ethics? What about values? What about your... Well, I would you... never expect you to use those words. <laughs> Sorry. I, I would never, never expect I, you I, to I use those words. I nearly come out my nose. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you need to have... Um, you need to... I think they must... Um, prof- Mate, they, what? They must, they must have in their head that they're not, not doing something bad. Why be the cart when you can be the horse? That's good. Why give a man a fishing rod when you can give him a fish? <laughs> I'm not too sure. That can we went. say a dinosaur joke? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. What do you call a dinosaur with no legs? Oh, oh, um, oh, Last time we did this, it dominated the sound, so we have to talk really loud. What do you call a dinosaur with no legs? <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea. Now that's what you call... Oh. An Indian chief, his son, was asking um, asking why he called running deer, running deer. And he said, when running deer was born, I went outside the tiki and I saw running deer. And I called him running deer. And then, um, and he said, well, what about, why did you call, um, <laughs> I don't know, donkey? And he said, well, when donkey was born, I went outside the, the tipi and I saw a donkey. And he said, why do you ask, dog pee on tree? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Nice. I, I like that. Number four. Number four. This is. Yep. This will complete the toolkit. This stuff's really um, bad. Of, of what scammers need: technical skills. Some scammers. I might have to rely on you for this one, Danny. Right. Some scammers may require technical skills to carry out the activities successfully, such as hacking into hacking into commu- computer systems or creating convincingly fake websites. Can you convince, can you create a fake website? Well, uh, we talked about, co- co- what, what thinking? Yeah, what? 
Cognological? Con, con, last Cognitive biases. Right, and they talked about framing. Yep. And they talked about framing something, packaging up something, making it look good, and obviously... Perception. I, I talked about a guy who said to me, anyone could have read the information on the website and they would have come to the same conclusion that he had to invest. And I went, no. Because I go back to, I'm a website developer. I can I can put untrue statements on a website. I can help you believe. We're going to be successful. We are going to be good at this. Because I can come up with a website and I can say anything I like. Why don't we just copy what everybody else is doing? Well, I have noticed there is a trend that they do actually copy things that I haven't heard. So, for example, one of them, uh, they seem to, anytime they have a problem, they seize withdrawals. That's quite a natural one. Yeah. Uh, there's other things I've heard of. Um, I'd never really heard of staking. And staking's where you basically buy something and you agree not to sell it for a certain amount of time. And if you don't sell it for a certain amount of time, you get more rewards. So this, then they talk about those clever people who aren't in a hurry, who trust the system, will basically stake their money. And that means that if they put in whatever into a system and it falls over in six months, these guys will put their money in because they believe it for 12 months. Now, all yeah, this allows the the, uh, the scheme duration to draw out. All, mean, also allows coins not to fade, uh, uh, yes. to drop yes, in price. Because, yes, and, and because no uh, one's selling them, yeah. supply and demand. Well, let me give you an example. There was a company out there that did a promotion for three months, and they basically said that there's a new token that's going to be released on the market in three months' time, and if you purchase it now, you can get it for $0.15 cents a token. However, um, on the launch day, they said it's going to be launched at $0.25 cents a token. Right, which means when it gets floated, you're immediately going to make 66.6% interest. Jesus, Batman. You like that? That was great. Yeah, thank so, you. So they actually thought, well, this is a fantastic thing. Did you really work that out? Mm. We've got calculators here. We could figure out whether this was real. I'm That's true. Is it? Yeah. But do I need to test it? Would I trust you? Well, you should trust me because I'm a scammer. Excellent. That's true. Yeah. I'm not going to question that. I'm just going and to. And hopefully, I'm a successful scammer, so I should be really trustworthy. Well, let's try and Chinese whisper what you just said. Let's make it seventy percent mm because -hmm. I thought he said seventy. Okay. And I'll tell my mates, but I won't go back to the source and find out the real information from the fake website. Anyway, so this this company had fifteen cent coins selling to everyone, and then when it come to market day, the people that bought the coins never got delivered them. So they bought them. The ones who bought them at 15 cents. Never actually got them delivered. They didn't have their hands on them. So on market day, when they said they were going to release the coins at They couldn't points, sell any. They couldn't sell any. But then the company said they got some professional advice on the day, even though they spent yes, you do. three months promoting this this opportunity of a lifetime that sounds too good to be true. Ring, ring. ring. Yeah. That's professional advice on the phone. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then they decided to release these coins at five cents each. Sorry, did I say five cents? Yes, everyone was up in arms, and they go, pardon? So five cents. So you're losing 66.6%. Yeah. And they, they read, they wrote a letter to the community, this is the funny part, saying that they got some official advice, and to save the dream, they were told that it would be better for them to release these coins at five cents rather than they advertise 25 cents. Why? 
Well, they didn't say that. <laughs> they didn't need to explain that, Rob. But I can tell you what happened to that coin today. But I bet you it sounds convincingly persuasive. Yeah, I'll tell you that coin. I want to tell you exactly what... What is that on today? All right, let's have a quick look. So it was initially purchased at 15 cents for some people. Yep. It was released at five, so it dropped immediately yep. from 15 to five. And now... Uh, and I was speaking to a lady last night who put $6,000 into this coin and she said her six thousand dollars is now, now worth eighty dollars what eighty dollars less yep oh and that's worth eighty dollars yes oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. and uh i don't know if you can see that but that's their um they're worth zero like mount everest Zero. So that's it's worth two and a half cents new zealand no no it's not it's just gone down as we speak that's not two cents. That's that's one twentieth of a cent. No, no, no. That's one dollar. That is two point five cents. Oh no! Hold on. What is that? Because that's got that other number underneath. It's worth shit. So if you get six thousand dollars and try it at this company, it's now worth eighty dollars. So do the math. Oh, that there. number at the bottom. Yeah. Do we have to show that to them again? Oh, hold up. There we go. Can you see that? The, the, the one in red. Yeah. Yeah, right. The one yeah. at the top says basically 2.5 cents. It's actually gone up. It's gone up. So, it's going up while we're on So the, the company behind this, and the, he's got this, he, they, I can't say court case. Um, no. They have actually decided that what they're going to do to save the company now is actually going to buy up all the, the coins that are worth nothing. Like they're valuable, they're gonna. They, they, so let's say somebody bought them for fifteen cents each, and now it's worth zero zero point nothing. They are now going to buy all those coins back from the people who have lost all their money, so they can because there's only twenty one million of these coins. Right. It's so confusing, but at the end of it, all I see is money in the pockets of the scammer. So you are going to be loaded. I'm taking I'm taking all my notes, mate. Because I look if you're going to do this work, if you're going to do this, you might as well do it well. I've noticed that all these big scammers, because I've been busting quite a few of them, they you need to become a uh, a liar. You need to look at somebody and not blink when you're telling them a lie. Serious, Rob. <laughs> Yeah, you're not going to be successful. I don't think I'm going to nail it. Is that all we've got? Well, I'm falling at the last hurdle. That that is all. Well, I wouldn't come up with anything else. All right, so let's let's, let's just play this out then. So we did have another screen here, and I had all the um, um, Ponzi schemes listed that. I I thought if we were going to start up a Ponzi scheme, we need to make it sound appealing. And it just so happens I have an iPad right here. Oh, Jesus. I have an iPad right here. And I'm just looking at some of the other names of the ones that we've had in the past. I don't know anything about anything that was spoken about today, yesterday, or what we will speak about tomorrow. But Danny, away you go. Um, I can't read the names. I need your help. But that doesn't make any sense, that one, does it? It's like Gromics. That wouldn't make any sense. What about Stella uh, Fund? Stellafund.io. Yeah, easy earn. Now, there's a good name. Mm. You get you go earn to your, easily. You go to your mate. Yeah. And you go easy earn. Easy earn. Oh, oh. Easy earn. I like that. That's a good filter. It yeah. sounds like it's easy to earn what? 
anything you like. Um, Nexus Trade. Oh, it must be a trading platform. Plant pl Planet World. I think it's Platinum World. That doesn't make any sense. Some of them aren't very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you need a decent name. I'll tell you a funny story. There's one here called Seven K Metals, and I did a YouTube video on them, and I couldn't actually find anything that really proved they were a scam. Ah, and I so I did, are they legit? Well, <laughs> it's legitimate if you want to pay a hell of a lot for gold and silver because it was a company that was basically selling you collectible coins made of gold and silver. And it was oh, real okay. gold, real silver. But let me say, Rob, you're potentially Rob could be an antique dealer. I'm not sure about this. This could be a rumor. Rob, I would say to Rob, I have a vase, and Rob would tell me how much that vase was worth because it all depends on who's prepared to now, if, for example, there's all these coins out there that are like NFTs. NFTs is what you should get into, mate. Because NFTs are the funniest thing ever. I've got comics that I bought for seven dollars. Fungi tokens. I bought this comic from Marvel, big brand, mm -hmm. for seven dollars. I stayed up to three o'clock in the morning and I sat there, bye, 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 and I got one. And then it comes back and it says, "Oh, you managed to get a, I can't even remember the terminology, a special comic." And all one right. of the, one of the comics I got was was worth four hundred dollars. And I only paid seven for it. Overnight, boom, four hundred. Real comic or the NFT? No, no, just a digital, digital something. Right. And then I thought I'll sell that comic to somebody else, and I'll buy a whole lot of other seven dollar comics. Yeah. And then I, I now own two dollar comics. <laughs> and that, everything I owned, the I, I, the thing is, I couldn't get the money out of the platform. So I bought the comic, and it was worth a lot of money. And people were trading it, but the platform I was buying the comics on wouldn't allow me to transfer the coin they were using into USDT to get the money out of the platform. Brilliant. So everyone was trapped in this platform, buying and selling comics. And in the meantime, these comics raised in value because some of them were worth, some people were asking like a million dollars for this elite comic that was digital. And then they, but then the, 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 the platform kept on saying, soon, <laughs> soon. <laughs> Did it ever happen? No. Oh. I still own these comics. Brilliant. But they're not worth uh, anything. What, I was going to say, what but are they soon now? I'll be able to take the money out. Soon. Yeah. All oh, right. But the, oh, what my point was, and this is when I was watching our last video, my point was that you couldn't actually, there was, wasn't enough people buying these things. It's perceived value. It's like. Yeah. It's like, supply and demand. You convince yep. a lot of people this to is buy worth an NFT. $1,000, right? If it's in demand, but then they mass produce these ta these frigging cans into cans of twelve, Are it like phone cards. Uh, yes. Are it collectible wine. Yes. Shares in horses that are well bred. Well, they die after four years, five years. Yes. Actually, when I was watching All our perception. last when I was watching our last video, and I mentioned flogging a dead horse, then you rattled off every single part of the horse's anatomy and I thought how does Rob know so much about friggin horses I mean not just foot the antique dealer he used to be a horse trainer yeah yes. and I thought that's impressive because he did say one I didn't know but I think it was the front leg and the ergot ergot yeah now what yeah. is that ergot ergot I, I, I have actually half forgotten this but I think ergot is is the little what used to be a toe behind the ankle of a horse. And, oh, and most right. people don't even know it's there. 
Yeah. What's the thing that it's, you used to? I used to pull it off. It was like a, a finger chestnut. Yep, and you can flick those off. Yeah. And I used to do that to my horse all yeah, the time. Yeah, which is I used to have horses. No cards above the knee. Yeah, actually, I tell you what, um, Charles was using one of my horses in the what's that thing they had? The uh, what's the big thing that the they just had on the news two days ago? Yeah. Uh, no, you know, it starts with C. Um, but the crown, he had the crown on. And the coronation. The coronation. The coronation. Yeah, because I reckon that last Good video. Keyword. That's it. Did you realise that Google listened to the words that you say and it, it transcribes them into text? And if you use keywords of trending topics when doing your YouTube <laughs> video, <laughs> it helps them. And I reckon that's why we had 300 people look at our last video in a day. Brilliant. So we need to think of some other keywords and talk about them on the mic. Well, I, I think we kind of need a bit of a summary here. Okay. Okay. So we we learn, and, and you could take this either way. You could take this from the way of if you want to create your own scam, you need this. Or you could take it from the angle of if you're not too sure if this is a scam, <laughs> check whether it's got this. All right. Before you, before you get into that, um, because I've been following a lot of these leaders around, and I'll, I will name a few, like Kalpesh Patel, um, Brenda Chanda, uh, Keith Williams, uh, Bitcoin Rodney. Um, most people, when I talk to them about these guys, they talk about their communities and they always talk about how they actually are really nice people, Danny. And they have actually built a lot of trust. They have a, a network ar around them, um, except for there's Amy's, um, Amy, Amy, he was a dirty, rotten, disgusting scoundrel, don't get me started, and then there's people like um, Susan Lawrence, um, there's uh, Jackie, I, I just don't want to keep going on and on and on and on and on and on about that, but most people will actually tell you that these scammers that actually are making millions are actually nice people, and I think that is part of being a good scammer. You are a nice person, Rob, and that's great, so you'll probably do Maybe quite I'm well. Maybe I'm too nice. I've never been accused of it. You just need to have an aura about you. Yeah. You need to have a glow. I I don't know of any any person that has been mentioned by somebody is yeah. a scare or not. Oh, but actually, I've got the I, thing that I I was really impressed by is that these people do have a lot of skills. The ones that I've I've watched, yeah. and I think man, if they were doing. Um, marketing or delivering business pitches or anything it's i i have i have a lot of i'm not too sure what i have but it is interesting their skills the way that they talk a, a lot of these um sayings and a lot of them are really motivational just flow off their tongue don't they i've got to mention one other one i haven't heard from for the last <laughs> time and this guy said he's going to fly to new zealand tomorrow and meet with me in person to tell me that he wasn't a scammer. And he was lovely, and he's from Super One. Now, I want you guys to look this up, Super Dot One, and his name is, um, uh, I can't even see it here. There is this photo, uh, Super One. I sure I've got his name in here somewhere. Andre, Andre, Andre someone. And I haven't heard from Andre for a long time. And I would just love to say, oh, I haven't even got his name in there. This is disgusting, Danny. Is that him? Uh, but Andre, this video on Super, <laughs> Super One, and Andre used to ring me up. And one night he rang me up after having a few office drinks 
and he is telling me that he hates my. It's a I hate you, Danny. I hate you, <laughs> and I was recorded it all. <laughs> and then this office staff got in here and go, and I said to Andre, Andre Richardson, and I've forgotten his name, but anyway, I should know his name. We like best mates now because he rang me up, and I, and I said to him, mate. You've been drinking. No, 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 I haven't. I haven't had a drink all night. It's a bit like me. I haven't had a drink all night. Anyway, so then he put his office staff people on the phone and they said, oh, he's, he's had a few to drink. <laughs> We're not a scam. Okay. And he's, he was going to sue me for lots. It's not the guy that sued me at the moment, so don't need to worry about this, Andreas. You can just wait for me to be sued by another guy. One at a time, please. One at a time, please. But I must say, he was a lovely guy. And if I ever felt guilty... About busting a scammer, it would be Andreas because he was a nice guy. Mm. However, I did find out that he had armed guards outside his office and uh, he was worried that other people were going to knock him off. <laughs> so I just thought you that might was have to include that in here. Uh, why? Well, you know, like scammers checklist. Oh, a toolkit. Yes, the toolkit, the toolkit. So. You need to evoke trust. Yeah, can we just discuss that for a while? Because yes. I reckon the scammer that's going after me at the moment is using fear. He's mm -hmm. trying to intimidate me, to stop me. He's trying to throw his money around. And I think that's something that you need to know how to do. If you're going to be a scammer, you need to know how to mm. shut people up. How do you yes. shut people up? I mean, like, if there's another guy. Um, I remember watching my first – I watched a video on a guy that was busting cash effects. And he also did a really good video on his hyperverse scam. 100,000 people watched his video. Mm -hmm. And I watched his video and I thought, he's really, really good. And then there was also, we've watched um, CoffeeZilla. Mm. And he does some fantastic videos. He even, he even put a comment about my article in the New York Times. Did he? And he, it was like, something like, really? It was one word. <laughs> 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 and it was like he, uh, and everyone had an opinion about that one word what it meant and I think he was jealous anyway I was a nobody at the time but what they didn't tell you in the New York Times article is I removed about 80 of my videos just before it got published because I was scared I was going to lose my YouTube channel because these guys actually come after your videos quite hard and also my vid uh, my website at the moment thehick.com has been getting a denial server attack for the last six weeks so every time I tell people to go to my contact page, actually, I think I can do that. My contact page on my website. Look at that, Rob. Ta-da. Yeah, and um, give me your your details if you've been scammed. And um, tell me your story. Tell me who introduced you to your scam, what scam you got scammed by. Um, I've noticed my website's getting denial server attacks. Yeah, well, that won't help. No, it's not like it's going to cripple me. <laughs> cripple the crypto yes. scheme, Ponzi scheme adventure. No, way, man, I've got a super cape. Mate. So, I mean, you need to know how to shut people up who talk about what you're doing or have Multifaceted, really, aren't they? If any of the names of the people on my webs, if you go to my YouTube channel and look for any of the people's names in my name and shame list and do a search on the internet for them, you will see I've done a bloody good job of exposing them and warning people, creating public awareness. Yes. Anyway, carry Urgency. on, Rob. Let me carry on. Can I get another drink? Were you asking questions? No, I, no, 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 no. We'll I'll, just rattle through. I'll go get another drink then, Danny. I'll, I'll, okay. I can hear. So just to recap, right, you need to evoke some trust. You need to create a sense of urgency so that people want to put their money in pretty quick 
Um, you need a trust. Maybe, you need trust. maybe so that they don't want to uh, take too much time to think about it and ask other people what they thought. Uh, you need emotional appeal. You, you want to make some false promises. I love that part. We've got to go. We've got to talk about that a little bit more in a minute. Uh, you need to lack transparency. So you're talking you vague and ambiguous terms. So lack transparency. You, you said don't want transparency. I, I thought you said lack. Lack probably. <laughs> probably. You need a fake product or service. You need charisma and and to be convincing. Um, you need victims, would be good, need persuasion, communication, creativity, and technical skills. That's all you need, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't so next it? time you go and have a look at a scam or what you think is a scam, just put a lot of effort into this. Maybe they deserve to make a little bit of money at other people's expense. I mean, just That list that you just read out, I've been an entrepreneur, and I've learned how to pronounce that correctly quite a lot. Yeah. I have, I've have been an entrepreneur since I was the age of, uh, I don't know, I Five. reckon I was born one. I reckon you're born an entrepreneur. Yeah. I do not think you can, can become one. But a lot of the techniques that they're talking about, uh, what entrepreneurs will you use to start up a company, find a product or a service and sell it. So yeah. why don't they put their energies into legitimate business? Into good and not evil. Because, I mean, at the moment I've got this scammer guy coming after me and he's trying to find dirt on me. And I'm, I'm out there thinking... It would be thinking, that hard to find, though, would it, Daniel? Well, I don't, I don't have anything. And I said to my lawyer today... I thought I created enough. When I read this affidavit that I just put into the courts, 217 pages, I said I read the affidavit and I didn't feel worried about anything that was in it. No, everything was your life that long? Well, everything got... What? What? <laughs> That was no, it wasn't all about me. Oh, wasn't it? We dig deep. <laughs> First for everything. So, I mean, what I'm saying is, if you do good, honest things in your life, then you don't have anything to worry about. And if you're going to put all that energy into finding, you need to find people that are going to be happy to be scammed. You, if you're going to build trust with people, if you're going to have a product, rather than finding a, a fake product, why don't you find a genuine product? What, uh, some people go, oh, why don't I invent something? And they go, well, what do you got in mind? What are you passionate about? So if I said to you, Rob, instead of becoming a scammer, let's start up a business right now. I have no idea what I'm going to say in the next five minutes, but I want to come up with a business idea. Right now? Yep. A side hustle, that something that you could do that you're passionate about, that we could turn into a business, a concept. And a then, real business? Yeah. Or a scam business? Well, I know scam might think, I don't believe that, I mean, uh, a good example is people, you do public speaker training, I have done a lot of speaker training and I've tried to be a better I speaker. I think you're better than me. Well, you say that, but I doubt. Oh, it's a little this, bit scary, actually. Yeah. So people watch, uh, I've seen people, I, I know people that have done TED Talks, there's a lady that we know, trained by somebody, your opposition in a way, and she's in one of the top 10 TED Talks. Mm. And people watch her TED Talk. Huge. Now, when I first watched this lady's TED Talk, I could see that she had had training because I could see her trainer coming through her speech. Mm. And um, and people said to me, I want to deliver, I want to do a speech like that. And I said, well, these people that do the TED Talks are athletes. They are the Olympians. Oh, I like that. They are. They have had training. 
Yeah. And the reason why we're doing more and more videos and we want you to subscribe and hit the bell and, you know, say blah, 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 is we believe that you get better at public speaking public speaking by practicing. Yeah, because you get better at the topic as well by talking about it. And Speaking you know, by learning, someone said the other day. Ah, we were saying, no, learning yeah. by speaking. Yeah, uh, <laughs> learning learn, by speaking. Learn, no, learn by speaking. Yes. And I reckon that would make a great, why don't we make that our business that we're trying to make up? Learn by speaking. Yep. So we, mm. we, we want to start up a either an online workshop or a um, bricks and mortar, I call it, but a face-to-face, -face, um, let's call it business networking slash training group where people can come. Pay a monthly membership to be part of our association. A membership. So let's they get a coin. Yeah. Well, let's just say we're going to start up a company called Learn by Speaking, mm -hmm. and we want the purpose and the mission. So first of all, you'd have to come up with. Um, I mean, you a, a got mission. the name. You got the name. Yep. Now, what's the slogan? Yeah. Uh, so, what's the vision? Vision. What do you want to accomplish by having this company? Like in ten years from now. That may be. Uh, um, ooh, Donald Duck. Um, an exit strategy. Well, in 10 years from now, you want everybody in Christchurch or everybody in New Zealand to have learned by speaking. How many, first of all, I'd, I'd probably think, right, you want to set up an organisation to help people become better public speakers. Yep. Now I'd probably concentrate on how many people are probably likely to want to learn that. Okay. Say, let's say in Christchurch, there's 400,000 people. And, and what do they look like? Beautiful. Mm. They're lovely people. Yeah, like, are, they, are they a particular gender? Are they a particular age? Well, if we, was, if we were scammers, we would go after the black African community, or maybe we would go after the uh, Polynesian community because maybe they are more susceptible to learning how to be public speakers. Do you know what I mean? So we would have to go after the entrepreneurs. So we need to find out how many entrepreneurs are in Christchurch who may actually get some value by becoming better speakers. Who are in those two communities? No, no, forget those communities. That gets to. I was using a parallel. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because okay. that's what these scammers have done. They literally go after mum and dad investors who are over the age of 50. They go after either the black African community or the Polynesian Well, they community. work out their demographic. Who's who's likely to buy the product? Yep. Now, now we're getting down. So we, if now there's, I see a problem straight away. Entrepreneurial people like me, already know my shit, and I might think I don't need anyone's help. So it might not Public be public speaking. So now you want to find the right. wannabe entrepreneurial people to market to, the people that want to have their own business. So maybe we need to market under the passive income people. People that want a passive income. Maybe we need to paint a picture of what will happen if they learn to be a better speaker. So they have a so they look at it and they go, Oh, well, if I go to Rob's and Danny's learn by speaking group, what are the benefits they're gonna achieve by being a better, more pronounced, clearer speaker? And and you've seen that that if you want to be a good scammer, which which must be actually quite hard. Like like it must be that you Tiring. need to be an entrepreneur, but then you must have have some extra ability to either be really really good yep. at those skills to be an entrepreneur, yep. or you need to uh, be able to suspend the doubt or the guilt. Everybody's got doubt or 
well, I wouldn't say they got guilt, but a lot of people have got doubt. Self-doubt. what holds them back. Yes, self-doubt. Yeah. So these people have pressed well, on past that, haven't they? Let, let's just go back to the speaker training gig. I, uh, my partner, she um, went and got hip hypnosis, so she said the other day, because she had a fear of public speaking. So that may be an obstacle, I know, that may be an obstacle that we'd have to overcome, because not everyone wants to be a public speaker. Not everybody does. I used to stutter, Denny. What, 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 what? The, 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 that's right. I can't, I, I, the first I time. I still do sometimes. He does. And um, with the first time I met Rob, I was actually a Rotarian. And I was uh, going to a Rotary club and Rob was the public speaker. He gave an absolutely smashing speech about how he used to be a, a stutterer, well, he still is, and now how he can speak. And I was um, I was amazed. And that's how we actually started our friendship. I met him about a year later at an organisation that was um, called Toastmasters, which is worldwide. And um, we've been friends for six, seven we've years. We've been acquaintances. Yeah. Yeah, he stole my wife once. No, that was another guy. <laughs> Sorry, no, <Jim. laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, like, anything can be turned into Must a business. Have that one. Um, look, I remember saying to people at my business networking that if um, I said to you, I'm going to chop down a tree and turn it into toothpicks and I'm going to sell toothpicks for a living, how would you go about grooming that or framing that? going by our last video, mm. into a business opportunity. And they go, oh. And I go, but somebody done, done that. Someone has produced toothpicks and sell People them. People who, who, well, it's I, I find that quite fascinating, just to, to kind of suspend thought there for a minute and think, yeah, if you were creating a legitimate business, you go through, you create a name, uh, what's the product, um, how, who, who are you going to sell it to? How are you going to connect to those people? All yep. those people that have created scams have done exactly the same thing, haven't they? Yeah, and the fundamentals, I honestly believe, are exactly the same every time. It's the same. It's, it's like a rinse and repeat. I mean, I've started up a lot of wee businesses, and I used to have a – my business networking company, I tracked 1,500 people come and go in five, over a six-year uh, period. And um, I used to sort of screen people when they come into my business networking. And I'd ask them, you know, first of all, I'd ask them who they are, who the family was, what their pet name was, because I knew that forming a personal relationship was most important before I, any event that you go to, and you that's a business networking event, people come up to you and the first question is, what do you do? Mm. And I hate that question. And then they'd say, oh, have you got a business card? And I'd go, no, I just burnt it out in the car park. Because I used to believe that it wasn't about a business card. It was about putting somebody's details on your phone and sending them a text and finding a common interest with them where you could connect. Friendship. Yeah, and business happens naturally. Mm. I don't need to, oh, I must recommend the Jim the plumber because I got well, told that, to. That's actually quite fascinating because... You haven't got my name in your phone. No, <laughs> sorry. No, but if you go back to this checklist early on, a lot of people that you do business with, you've actually learned to trust them. Um, they've got some kind of, you know, like uh, right, emotional appeal. Yep. Yeah, they've got some kind of uh, magnetism. So what I'm getting by what you just said is everybody could benefit from what I'm about to say, even if I don't quite know what I'm going to say before I say the next three words. 
But I'm thinking what would be good to do, whatever you're thinking about doing, reverse engineering your thinking. Yeah. Yep. Turn it inside out. Like, wouldn't you want you, to do business with somebody who's your friend? Well, I, I find it quite fascinating that where my brain goes, which may not be the same as yours, yep. you know, that we kind of started by... Just in case. Hypothetically saying, if we wanted to create a scam. But actually, it must be quite hard to create a scam. Yeah. So if you actually reverse engineer a scam, can't ever look at a scam near you, <laughs> reverse it back and go, you know, if you can grow a scam... That's stealing pe- money from people must be a damn sight easy, <coughs> easier to create a legitimate business by doing the same things in reverse. Yeah, and, and one of the things that really pissed me well, off about... it has got an itchy nose when we do these videos. Yeah, I know. Um, what kills me is um, crypto. I quite like the concept of crypto and I like new technology. It's a big fan of mine. It saved me, blah, blah, blah. Um, I just think if people spent their time and energy in a real business. I love business. I I wouldn't have owned a business networking company otherwise. I've got one guy that used to come along who was a business coach, and uh, I used to look at these business coaches and think, your business is not successful. You are here trying to promote or sell your product or service to people, and you're meant to be trained up business coach. Those who teach, teach, and those who can do. Oh, I can't even comprehend what you just well, said. Well, a, 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 a lot of business coaches, the only business that they've ever run is the business coaching. Uh, yeah, or um, they become a real estate agent. Did that make sense? <laughs> We're going to listen to that back. <laughs> but my point was I didn't actually meet one I really liked. Mm-hmm. And he was actually, um, I'll say his name, Matt. I've got his last name. Ah, yeah. I quite like him. James. Yeah, Matt James. Mm-hmm. And he, he used to... Listen to people that had a business. Yeah, well, uh, might have had the same Mm -hmm. as you. Um, Anyway, he used to listen to people, and he used to say to people that were in business that shouldn't be in business, "You have a beautiful bird." You no, he used to say, "You have a penguin," and they go, "What is a penguin?" And he say, "Is a beautiful bird that will never fly," Mm. and that was his nice way of saying their business idea isn't feasible. It's never going to take off. Yep. And I reckon that um, I'm really entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial. I can see that. And I have had a lot of little business side hustles that have turned into big money. When I say big money, I made $100,000 in two and a half months once. And that was way back in 2004. And I basically found a company that anytime I sold their product, they would give me 50% of that money. And then I found all the competitors of theirs and I started promoting their products or service on my website. People would go to my website, read about it, click on it, and then go off and buy it. And the company they bought it from would get send me 50% of whatever those people bought, which I won't tell you, and I would make money. And I thought, and I, I made $100,000 in two and a half months. And the reason I'm telling you that is because um, it stopped like that. And I went from $40,000 coming in a month to 4000 to four hundred, And people said, what happened? And I said, I don't really know. But, however, what I didn't know at the time, which I found out later, the products that I was promoting, there was a guy on the news that got busted for sending out a million spams 
a day and everyone hated him. But people didn't know how to um, uh, click on a link. They used to go after Google and search for it. I was better at search engine optimization. He was creating the awareness of the products I was selling and people would go after Google. So I would get the sale. He was doing the promotion. I didn't know the, who the hell that guy was. Oh, so right. that's what I call luck. I had a bit of you luck. You happened to be in the right place yep. when that guy came along. So now what I could do is I could create an online course on how to become an affiliate marketer and say, I made $100,000 in two and a half months. I'm a legend in this space and I know everything. However, <laughs> the truth of the matter is I had a bit of luck and timing was everything, and it stopped. And people won't question that fact. They will take my word for it because they like the sound of my charismatic voice, like we learnt here, right. and my, you know, my, my charisma. And they buy me. They don't buy the product. They buy what I'm saying because I can tell them that I'm selling toothpicks and making a million dollars a month. And well, because I, I am, they're hoping they will be able to start up a like-minded toothpick company. What about bamboo toothbrushes? Uh, can what, I tell you about bamboo? Uh, yes, away you go. So I went to a seminar by a lady called Sophie, and everyone will know who the last name is if you follow her, and they, they had this charismatic guy on the stage, and he said, how many bamboo toothbrushes are sold on uh, Amazon every day? And I yelled out, 10,000! And he went, close. I went, 50,000. And he was telling everyone that these toothbrushes. Now, everyone went out there and decided to get their bamboo toothbrushes made and with their logo on it. And, okay. and they were hoping that they would do the same. doesn't work that way. You know, it just, it just comes down to luck, timing. The person that made the bamboo brushes is the person that made all the money. And it doesn't matter if you rub up and down on somebody. It doesn't mean you're going to share their success. Because you need to investigate every good story you hear. Because there's always the truth. Due diligence. Oh, I hate that word. But and, yeah. and, and if some people have, have met other people who made a lot of money in a scam, it's probably just that those people fluked having some luck right at the start, yep. got in at the right time, and anybody who comes in afterwards is not going to be quite so lucky. No, and it's really true. I, I remember we had a guy, I don't know if you were there for the day, but we had a guy who, um, we have a local uh, company who used to make, well, they still make biscuits, cookie time. And he come along and joined into one of our business networking events. And he started up, he made a lot of money um, selling cookies. And he had this jar that used to be full of cookies on the counter of every dairy uh, or, I remember that. Yeah, and you literally, yeah. he, he said he went and I think he he went around with his jars, and he asked the dairy owner, which is like a Seven Eleven, if he could put these jars on the counter, and he said he went to something crazy like um, I think it was a hundred and fifty dairies around Christchurch, and he said every single one of them said yes. And he used to call these jars a pot of gold because every time he got one of them prime time real estate right beside the cash oh, register yeah. at the time when no one else had anything else because they yeah. didn't do that marketing back then. And he said, and the thing about these cookies, they were delicious cookies and you couldn't get them out of the jar. It was like put your hand in the jar, try to get a cookie out and you had to spin it around and get it out and you had this big delicious cookie. So the, the product was fantastic, 
the concept was, you know, the marketing was fantastic and the Kiwi, you know, feel about it. So this guy is now a multimillionaire and his company's diversified. And then one day he decided to start up something called Aristotle. And I looked at that and I thought, what's he doing? He's, he's a baker. And he started up this company, Aristotle. Aristotle was a, a, you put your phone number in and you pay a yearly subscription and it rings you up every morning and gives you a motivational, motivation, motivational message. Uh, what's that guy called um, that you talked about the other day? Uh, I am, uh, I have a dream. Martin Luther King. Boom. Jr. Yeah. So ring up, you'd get one of these motivational messages played on the phone. He, he spent a million and a half marketing this. And he had eight people on the phones, manning the phones, blah, 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 blah. And uh, it failed. And when I heard it, I thought, what the hell are you doing? This is outside your demographics. This is something you know nothing about. But because he had been successful in one business, he decided to give it a, a go in a brand new business. Anyway, when he was halfway through his speech about cookie time and telling us how he sold his $250,000 Porsche and traded in for a secondhand $17,000 uh, Nissan Leaf, and um, all, he was the most amazing guy I've ever spoke to to this day. He's And I, I yelled at him across the room and I said, tell us about Aristotle. What happened there, Mike? And he, he stopped me and he said, Danny, he said, you've got to have your failures in business because they are the compost for your next business opportunity. I will never forget those words. And I loved it. And I think every entrepreneur, they say that an entrepreneur will have 99 failures before they have that one success. So if you want to be a true entrepreneur, Robert. Yes, Daniel. You need to have failures. Thank you. And you need to try. You need to start and do. You need to come up with an idea, a concept. It can be anything because somebody who sells toothpicks. So what, what you're saying is that it doesn't matter what scam it is, just start it now. Basically, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And if it falls over, well, you know, did I lose money or did someone else lose money? Yeah. Or move, not enough? Just move to Dubai. You'll be okay over there until they catch up with you and change their laws and then they'll chop your head off. Excellent. That's what Ooh. they do over there. Oh, right. Yeah. How, how are you going to wrap this up, young man? Um, I'm not sure. Um, there could be a few things we ask you to do. Um, don't leave the channel because we've only got 4,300 subscribers. And if you look at the number, we've got more <laughs> or less. You'll know that whether this video was good. I would like to thank Rob for coming along and being my host. It's my pleasure for being here, Daniel. I love working with brilliant people, even though I don't get any paid. And my views are completely different to yours. You have a YouTube channel? No, I don't. Yeah, Rob. Rob and I are different. You see, I I have balls, and Rob has his. I have none. He's like chopped off. Yep. Because um, he doesn't want to be. Um, I'm like I'm out in the crusade to name and shame anyone about Ponzi schemes and scams, and Rob's crusaders to listen. <laughs> um, I tell you what, listening is a fantastic thing. What? Mm. I missed that. Sorry. Yeah, I learned a lot by listening to people. No, it's been good. Hey, thank you for watching us. Um, this is obviously a podcast, um, and it's also a YouTube video. We like to give people a video. So if you are listening to the podcast, our last podcast in the last 24 hours had 14 people listen to it. Excellent. But our last video did have 300 people in 24 hours. So if this video doesn't get up to 300 visits in 24 hours, what will that tell us about our performance tonight? It will say we're pretty much on par. <laughs> on par cool if you if you have a story about 
a scam that you want to create or yeah. a scam that you've seen anybody else create, please put it in the comments down below. Yeah, uh, that's actually a really good point. If you are thinking about starting up a scam and you want a feasibility study done on it, Tanny will do it for you. I will tell you, you know, if you want a good scam, do not involve crypto, um, do not use multi level marketing. Those two things are the first things I look at when I'm trying to break a scam down. And it sort of helps me. It's kind of like the sledgehammer. So if you are thinking about investing in an opportunity, just like the coin market bull scam that somebody was telling us about that he said that I had got wrong the other day and it may not be correct, and this may be the first time I've got it wrong, that same guy told us that he hadn't tried withdrawing his money yet. And I, that was that part of the video when I was going like that. Mm. Yeah, and um, I haven't heard back from him since. Don't, yeah, he would have tried by now, wouldn't he? What's that one? Ticking. We're waiting for him to come back to us. We would like your feedback. Okay, we'll stop it. That's good. Hey, we really enjoyed it. I hope you did. Did you enjoy that? It was okay. All right. So now we're going to say thank you for listening. And in case I have to cut it here and I like editing, I'll edit it off about now. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. You'll be notified when new videos come up. And make sure you hit the thumbs up. It helps the Google algorithm. And it's goodbye from him. And it's good goodbye from me. Now, I need to get this right. So, Rob, how do you think that went? Brilliant. That's good. Do you like that? I think cut it off. All right, I'm going to reach over and press this record button. Now, remember oh, last we're going time? I'm going to start now. I know last time I forgot to press the record button, and we were on fire. Unbelievable. All right, that's it. We say goodbye. Smile, big smile, and freeze. Bye. Keep going, keep going. It's not awkward. Keep going. It's good.